G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. each have some God-given gift or ability, something that we're able to do better than just about anyone else we know. But it's a funny thing, when we run into opposition and trials in life, the first thing we want to do sometimes is to stop using that gift, to stop living out who God made us to be. Why is that? Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again. Today, we're going to chat about those obstacles, that opposition, from a different perspective. Now, I don't know if you've picked this up in your life, but life ain't always easy. Have you noticed that? We kind of figure to ourselves, it should be, at least it should be easier than what it is. And yeah, there are some great things that happen in life. They really do. But there's always something there, some adversity to seemingly take the shine off things. And I'll tell you what that does to us. It discourages us. It it starts to tear away at the hopes and the dreams that we've had for our lives. And as we've observed over this past week on the program, we each have hopes and dreams. And more often than not, our dreams are built on the foundation of the gifting that God has woven into our DNA. Have a dear friend, Keith. In fact, Keith and I have written a book together, and his particular gifting is to be a teacher. Now, he doesn't stand up in front of a classroom and lecture. That's not Keith at all. He's more your life coach, not not a self-appointed, franchise-owning life coach like those you find on the internet, but a natural, gifted life coach. People come to him naturally for advice and encouragement, and he helps them understand their own giftings and abilities to get their lives back on track. It's a God-given gift that Keith has. And his hopes and his dreams for the rest of his life are built on this foundation of his gifting. It's a part of who he is. He understands that, knows the stuff he's good at, and loves, absolutely loves, doing the things that he is good at. Back in the 1980s, he suffered a surfing accident. It broke his neck and he was almost killed, firstly by the surfing accident, and secondly, when the rescue helicopter crashed. And some days Keith suffers terrible migraine headaches, totally debilitating. I called him the other day and he sounded like death warmed up. He told me later that he really thought he was going to die that day. The pain was just so bad. But here's the thing about Keith. The adversity doesn't distract him from living out the special gift of teaching and encouragement that God's given him. The adversity doesn't rob him of his dreams that he has for blessing other people through this God-given gift. Do you remember last week we chatted about this whole gifting thing through the Apostle Paul's second letter to his young protege, Timothy. And these were the two verses that in particular leapt out. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, which says, For this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. And 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14, Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. See, Timothy was struggling, obviously, amidst the adversity of pastoring a growing church, and he was at risk of losing sight of his God-given gift. So the Apostle Paul writes to him, exhorting him to rekindle that gift and to guard the good treasure entrusted to him. Why? Well, because adversity was tearing away at him. 
and today we're going to have a look at the adversity that he was facing in his life and his ministry. Have a listen to me what Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. He said, look, you have to understand that in these last days, distressing times are going to come because people are going to be lovers of themselves and money and boasters and arrogant and abusive and disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness but denying its power. Timothy Avoid them. For among them are those who make their way to the households and captivate silly women overwhelmed by their sins and swayed by all kinds of desires, who are always being instructed but can never arrive at a knowledge of the truth. As Yanis and Yambre opposed Moses, so these people of corrupt mind and counterfeit faith also oppose the truth. But they will not make much progress, because as in the case of those two men, their folly will become plain to everyone. I love the way that Paul starts off his advice to Timothy about this adversity. He says, look, you must understand this, that in these last days, distressing times will come. It seems that Timothy, perhaps like you and me, wasn't expecting adversity. It's, it's not something we hope for or look forward to. And invariably, one of adversity's biggest impacts on us is that sense of surprise. But Paul's saying, look, young man, this is the reality. This is what's going to happen. Don't be surprised. People are going to come against you, and what a list. Listen to it again. They're going to be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness but denying its power. Wow, what a list. Now, tell me, do you expect to find those people in your church or in your family or in your circle of friends or in your workplace? Is that what you expect? No. But Paul's saying, don't be surprised. They are there, and more often than not, they are going to be a wolf dressed in sheep's clothing. They're going to hold to the outward form of godliness, like pretend to believe in God, but denying its power on the inside. In other words, they're going to pretend that they're holier than thou, but in reality, they're out there to tear you down because on the inside they deny the power of God. And this is the context. This is, this is the reality. This is the opposition which causes Paul to say to Timothy, For this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. Do you see, adversity isn't our excuse to give up on doing good. Adversity and criticism and opposition don't give us cause to give up using our God-given gift to love and to bless and to encourage and to comfort those around us. To the contrary, it's the reality in which we live. It's the reality in which Timothy was operating. It's the reality in which Paul was operating. It's the reality in which you and I operate. And I believe that in this reality, in the harsh, cold light of day, with people like this around us, not all of them, but some of them, God is calling you and God is calling me to rekindle the flame to rekindle the gift that he placed within each one of us when he handcrafted every strand of our DNA when we were in our mother's womb. And that's what I encourage you to do today. Because I know without a shadow of a doubt that for some, the dream of using their God-given gift has grown cold. 
I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are some who have pulled off the path that God has chosen for them because it's all just become too hard, because there are all these people around them that tear them down, that criticize them, that hurt them. Ah, surely, surely God doesn't want me to use my gift in this place, surely. Imagine for a moment, just imagine where you and I would be today if Jesus had turned back from the cross, because it was all too hard. Adversity is the very place where we are called to grow and exercise our gift, because here's the thing, The gift we have from God, that one special ability that we have to make a difference in other people's lives, invariably turns out expressing the love of God to those people who benefit from our gift. Whether, as in Keith's case, as he coaches people back onto the path that God has for their life, or as in my case, as I use my gift of storytelling to share the good news of Jesus with you and others, or as in your case, as you use that special gift that God has given you to bless others. Adversity is not our excuse for giving up on our God-given gift. It's the trigger to use even more to bless others. Because where there is opposition and adversity, there, right there in that place, more love and more grace is actually required. the gifts and abilities that God's given to his people, people like you and me, are still there, but they're dormant. With all my heart, I believe that God wants you to be all that he made you to be, to use those gifts and abilities for his glory. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Rekindling the Flame, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you do just that to become all that God made you to be. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions to help you kind of think through and apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. So, to request your free copy, stop by at ChristianityWorks.com and you'll see that offer right there toward the top of the homepage. Click on it, pop in your name and email, and that e-booklet will be on its way to your inbox in just seconds. That web address again is ChristianityWorks.com. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bertie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.